You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 77. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Thanks so much for being here. If this is the first episode you listened to, thank you so much for listening. And if you've listened to more than one, I so greatly appreciate you coming back and listening. It really um, means the world to me. It's I feel so honored that I get to talk to you and that you're listening to this podcast. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. If you love it, please rate or review it, whatever you're listening to, like Apple or Spotify or whatever. That really helped me. Okay, so today, first of all, I'm kind of like in shock that I've had 77 episodes. I don't know why it feels so crazy that that's, that feels like a lot. <laughs> um, so it's the 77th episode, and we're talking about why your client isn't rebooking. There could be a number of reasons or a combination of reasons. So we're going to jump into that. Something that I actually coach my esthetician clients on a lot. So hopefully this is helpful for you. For you. Uh, But before we do that, a quick word about my 100K challenge. Hey, do you want to make 100K? Do you want to make 100K in your business for 2022 or in just to pay yourself? Like you've made 100K as profit before taxes. Do you want to make 100K in your business? I want to help you totally for free. I have two different ways you can do it depending on which goal you have. The 100K make and the 100K pay. Both of those links are going to be in the show notes. Um, and you get a little formula that I've created. And then if you're not already in my Facebook group, you can join my Facebook group where I give out free coaching. Um, and sometimes I do like live coaching that's free to help you get that goal. Both formulas are very simple to follow. Um, the only thing that's hard about it is all the drama that your brain creates. So that's what the coaching is for. Because you guys can do it. I know you can do it. So if you're interested, link in the show notes. All right. So it can be really hard when you've had a really good treatment or session. Whether if you do waxing or sugaring or whatever it is you do with a client and then they don't rebook. You go to check them out and they're like, thank you so much. And they leave. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? We've all been there. If you haven't been there, then you probably do all the things I'm talking about in this podcast. But even if you do, sometimes people don't rebook. So I'm going to talk about different reasons why they may not be rebooking. And if it's something that you can do to kind of help encourage rebookings and if it's not something that really has anything to do with your business how hopefully you can not really take it personally and just know this is what happens in business because it's really important I think sometimes to just look at business in general and not take everything that happens or doesn't happen personally because it's not always personal I know that sounds really like a blanket statement but it's something that I constantly am telling my coaching clients and I think it's a helpful reminder, even if 
you're one of my clients and I've told you this a hundred times. <laughs> okay, so one of the reasons that your client may not be rebooking is because you did not ask them to. I know this may seem obvious, but this is not obvious because many of you do not ask your clients to rebook. You get to the end of the appointment and you have drama in your brain about asking them to rebook. It could sound something like you're afraid they're going to say no. You're afraid that you're being salesy by asking them to rebook. You're afraid that they've already spent with you and asking them to come back in a month or a few weeks seems really greedy. (laughs) Any of these thoughts are not helpful to you or your client. Let me tell you, they need to be asked. People are busy. People forget. People are moving around in their lives. And even, even if coming to you and getting their treatment from you or whatever it is that you do is like so wonderful to them, they still may forget about it. As you may have heard me share before, like I have found a massage therapist here that I really love. No one, no one compares to the massage therapist I saw in San Diego, but anyways, um, and I've seen her twice since I've moved here and I've lived here for about two and a half years. And both times she has not asked me to rebook And it's kind of funny to me because I love her so much that I feel like I would just instantly rebook, but she hasn't asked me, which makes me feel like I can, I can obviously reach out to her, but it's always interesting to me that she doesn't ask me because I would definitely try to get on her calendar again if she asked me, right? I almost feel like I feel very valued that she wants to see me again. Um, And it's not that I don't want to see her. Now, I don't ask to rebook. It's kind of like I'm running out the door and she didn't mention it. So maybe she doesn't have time. And so I'm not going to bring it up. So that could be happening with you. Like maybe they think you just don't do rebookings in person and they have to go online. I don't know. They could think of lots of different things. So maybe asking them is the first step. (laughs) Second reason they may not be rebooking. You did not make it clear to them that seeing you consistently was absolutely needed for results. This is important, honestly, I think in any type of service that you do, whether it's waxing or sugaring or acne or age management, unless you do like fluffy facials where it's 90% relaxation and 10% treatment and seeing some kind of change in their skin, you can always make a case of why it's important to see you consistently. Like, If they're working on pigmentation, they need to keep coming, right? If they are getting sugared, they need to keep coming so that they're not trying to shave in between appointments and grow those hairs back in in a stronger way, right? Because if you're getting it removed from the root, it grows back much weaker than if if you're cutting it by shaving it, right? And so like really explaining to them why it's important to consistently come and see you. Not even the point that maybe your schedule is really busy to be hard to get in last minute, but like why it's important for them to keep coming consistently. They have acne, they need to get consistent peels or whatever it is, right? And so really just having those conversations and like not being afraid, just being honest about why it's important for them to come and being totally okay if they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to come consistently. And then you can decide if it's okay or if it's not okay. Like my age management clients, 
they most of them would come monthly um but some of them wouldn't some of them would come every couple months and that was fine with me because I didn't feel like if they didn't come monthly it would be a really horrible thing for their skin but my acne clients they had to come every two weeks that was like a hard requirement sometimes obviously if like life got in the way or they had a vacation or something then we would move it around but generally they needed to come every two weeks and they understood that so you but you get to decide so if if coming consistently really makes a difference with their treatment then you just need to tell them that so they know that and then they can make the decision another reason that they are not rebooking is because they aren't aware how hard it is to get in last minute even if you're not fully booked the time slot that they want may not be available last minute like if they if you work saturdays and they love saturday mornings I don't know about you, but Saturday mornings was always a very booked time for me. People love to come on Saturday mornings. So even when I wasn't fully booked, it always was booked. So if someone wanted that spot, they had to book it. Or in the evening, when I did work in the evenings, like if they wanted to come at 6.30, sometimes I, in the beginning of my career, I worked in the, into the evenings. Like those spots were not open. You know, the, the 10 a.m. was open on Thursday, but not Thursday at 6.30. So they had to rebook. They knew that. They knew that it, well, you know, once in a while it'd have a cancellation, but if they wanted to get in and see me, they needed to book. So they may not know that. They may just assume, or maybe in the past you've always accommodated them. So like, let's say you now want to have a new boundary, a policy with your client where you're not working outside of your hours. So you end up five and you end up five. You're not going to take two more clients just because they can't get in that week. So they need to know that like, hey, I know in the past you've been able to text me like week of and ask if I you know, could get in. Like, I squeeze you in here or there. But in the future, I'm just not doing that unless there's an actual opening. So I would encourage you rebooking today so that in the future you're not trying to get in and you can't get in. Right, so just like having the honest conversation with them, if they're like, "Yeah, I don't know, I don't want to rebook today," okay, it's no problem, right? Like, it's not a problem. I'm just telling you, this is kind of how we're doing it. So those are different reasons that you may not be aware of how your client really needs you to help them rebook. It's like part of the service. They need you to guide them through through rebooking. You need to like have that part of that what you do with every single client, no matter what. Even if like you know they're booked out three three weeks in or three appointments in advance already, like you stop at the end of the service and be like, okay, I just want to double check. You're booked here, here, and here. Those times are still good for you. Great. Okay, have a great one, right? But you're really always making sure you you both know when you're going to see each other again. And that is your job as the esthetician. And they can say like, oh, I don't know when I'm going to come back. Fine. But you did your job by offering that rebooking. It's so important and it really is a part of client care, not a part of client selling if that makes sense. So you have gotten over maybe the fear you have of asking a client to rebook and they tell you no. Now what? I know what you may be thinking or feeling, which is I knew I shouldn't have asked them. (laughs) Now it's been awkward. And now I feel really terrible and I feel like this sleazy salesperson now they're really uncomfortable and they're never going to come back I'm going to tell you right now that's probably not true I guess it it really depends on how you ask them if you're like really full of pressure and like you really need to come back in and you get upset with them if they tell you no or you're just like hey do you want to come back in in four weeks I recommend all my age management clients come back in four weeks 
tend to have so much better results. Do you want to get mommy books right now or do you want to um, think about it and, and book online later? Totally give them an option, right? Like it doesn't have to be this second. So my hairstylist here always asks me to rebook and I always tell her no. <laughs> and it's not because I don't love her as a hairstylist and I think she does a really good job. And honestly, I would love to book with her. It would be make my life so much easier just to rebook at that appointment. But as I think I've shared this before, but if you're new here, my husband is a pilot. His schedule is all over the place. He's gone and then home and then gone and then home. And I never really, I don't know until like the 20th of the month before what his schedule will be. So like right now it's September, September 20th-ish, sometimes it's later. We get his schedule for October. And like I last saw my hairstylist in July. So I didn't know, and I'm due to see her in October, I didn't know when in October he would be available. So I would love to book, but because of childcare, I have to wait until I get his schedule. And if that means like I don't get the appointment that I want when he, when he's home, that happens a lot actually. But that's not because of my hairstylist. It's not because of the work that she does. It's because I have a small child and I have limited childcare, and I I decide I decided to have my husband do the childcare as opposed to paying someone because it's like I'm paying for the childcare and for the service, and so I'm, I don't want to do that right now. Maybe in the future I'll change my mind, but you can see how that has nothing to do with my hairstylist. This is just my own personal problem. And she always goes, do you want to rebook or you, you would like to like wait as you get closer? And I'm like, yeah, you know, I need to wait till I get closer. She's like, okay, no problem. No big deal. Like, it's not awkward. She's not mad. I don't feel weird. I feel really taken care of that. She always asks me. I always feel really cared for. I don't feel like she's trying to sell me. I feel like she's trying to help me. Another reason someone may not book is because they loved the service, but they just don't want to come regularly. They want to come maybe every few months. It's just not a priority for them to come every single month or whatever it is. And again, you can decide in your business that like, no, everyone needs to come a certain amount of times or not. And you can communicate that with them. But if it's not a requirement, then that means they're just going to come when they want to come again. I think that's totally okay for some people and some, some businesses. And like, that's totally okay if that works for you. And if they just are like, yeah, I don't know when I feel like, I remember a lot of my age management clients would say like, I'll book when I just feel like I need to come back in again. And I'd be like, all right. And I, they would, you know, like two, three months later, I'd get a notification that they booked. And it was like, awesome. I couldn't wait to see them again. But it wasn't because they didn't like the service. It just was that was the how they wanted to do it. And that was totally okay. Another reason someone may not be booking and say no is because like they just may be one of those people that just like is always running behind like over schedules themselves they're like running out from the facial to go do something you know they just they don't they don't really give themselves enough time to do things when they're supposed to be doing them right like they're just that person you know what I mean where they're just like hi I gotta run like thanks so much bye they're like running out the door it's not because they didn't love the service. It's because that's just kind of, they just run <laughs> by the seat of their pants. <laughs> that's just how they work, right? Like, again, nothing to do with you, right? Like, they just have stuff going on in their lives. That's how they like to, like, live. It's not a problem. 
So if you find yourself like really panicking and spiraling when someone tells you that they aren't going to rebook, I just want you to like remember that nine times out of 10, it's not because of you. Maybe they just didn't like, like if it's a new client and they just realize like, oh, I just don't like facials or I didn't like waxing and they don't want to come back. It, it may sting a little bit and that's okay that it stings, but it doesn't mean anything is wrong with you or your service. It just means maybe that person wasn't the right fit for your business. And I'd rather someone who like just realizes like they don't like a facial. They tried it. It wasn't for them. And then they don't kind of waste our time by like booking because they feel bad. And then it gets close to the appointment and they cancel it. And now I can't fill it. And I could have filled it if I had more time. Like you can see how problematic this is. And, and please like, know that I had many people come in for facials and I saw them once and I never saw them again because <laughs> they just weren't facial people maybe they got it as a gift or maybe they just wanted to try it or their friend really recommended it so they're like yeah okay I'm gonna try it you know Brittany's supposed to be really great and they come and they're like I don't get it <laughs> right like or whatever it is that you do that can happen like I um I'm not gonna tell you what it is but I got a facial of like a very popular everyone really loves this brand loves this facial it's all over instagram i got it and i was like really because i was thinking of of bringing it on as a service and so i wanted to see if it was like something i liked and whatever whatever and i was like i really didn't like it i didn't like the experience of the facial and i didn't notice that big of a change in my skin so for me it was like i don't get this actually i've had that happen for a couple different things now that i think about it like different lines or services, you know, like devices that you could bring on. So it just may not be for them. They may just, it just may not be the right thing. Like you have a hundred people that love your hydrofacial machine and someone caught a hydrofacial and they're like, "Mm, I didn't really like it. It's not you or the hydrofacial, it's just them. They didn't like it. It's not a problem. Right. And that's okay. Like not everyone's going to like everything. I, I was firmly, like I felt firmly in my skin that not everyone was going to like the level of extractions that I did as an acne specialist because I'm aggressive with extractions. I love extractions. I'm aggressive with extractions. Um, it's a big part of how I treat acne. And you know what? Not everyone likes that. Actually, a lot of people really hate it. Okay. Like they get really mad. They, they don't want to be in pain. It's like they never want to come back and ever have extraction again. But you know what? A lot of people really loved it and loved the results. And like, it was not a problem. Like maybe it hurt, but they were like willing to do it because they wanted the results. And so those are my people. But like, sure, I definitely had new acne clients that would come in and they were like, oh no, this is not for me. (laughs) You know? Does it mean that I was like bad at extractions and that like I was not a good acne specialist? No, no, it does not mean that. It just means that that person wasn't the right fit for me. And that's okay, right? Like, the more you can really lean into that, the more space you'll have for the people that are a good fit for you. And lastly, I just want to, like, I think it's always helpful to look at what's your responsibility as the esthetician and your client's responsibility as the client. And so your responsibility is to offer the, to someone to be rebooked. And then their responsibility is to say yes or no. And, of course, you can not offer... But then it kind of prevents, it puts them in an uncomfortable situation because now they're kind of doing your job by asking to rebook, right? Like that's your job. And by not offering to rebook, now they're like, oh, hey, can I rebook? Which is really your job, 
right? It's like, imagine at the end of the service, you just don't ask for them to pay. You don't check them out. And then they're like, how do I pay you? That's kind of awkward for them, right? Like, it should be very clear, like, this is how we, this is how payment gets captured, right? Like, it's just like, this is what we do, right? Like, like if you, I know if you've ever done facials and you don't teach someone how to put on, like, the um, wraparound towel rope that this, that we wear sometimes, like, with facials, where, you know, your decollete is exposed, but you have a little robe on. We all know, we've seen those, <laughs> those memes where people wear them as, like, capes. They wear them on their head. Like, they're very confused about what to do with this if you're not very explicit, right? So, like, I would open it, show them around me how it would fit so they would see before I left the room. Every time, unless they were, like, a very seasoned client, I would show them. It was my job to show them how to put the robe on, right? What do we, do we call them robes? What do we call them? I don't remember. But you know what I mean? Like, that is my job as the esthetician to tell them how things work here, it's also my job to rebook them. If they say no, that's totally okay. That's within their right as being a client is saying no. But it's not, there's no problem with me asking them. It's not salesy. It's not being greedy. It's just a part of doing your job. That is it for today. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was a helpful episode for you. I'll be here next week. Same time, same place. Have a great week. I'll talk to you then. Bye for now.